Hello, friends. Hello, family. My name is John Rushemeza. This is Isaiah 61 Exploits. Thank you, thank you so much for stopping by today. Start the beat. Isaiah 61 exploits exist to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and to raise up men and women of God who would take their stand unashamed as oaks of righteousness for such a time as this. We hope to do this by being a resource to the body of Christ and a catalyst for revival from the inside out. The vision, the hope, for this ministry is to be an equipping center, is to be a place where people can come and launch out. People can come and get resources and be directed to different resources that are out there that they may not know about uh, in order that we can raise strong Christians who will then impart what they learn into the next generation because the goal is always to prepare ourselves in order for us to prepare others that's what the great commission is is to make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit and then teaching them what christ taught us isaiah 61 exploits is a proud supporter of the lancaster patriot if you are tired of liberal bias in your local news then you need to switch to the lancaster patriot a conservative print newspaper serving Lancaster County and Pennsylvania and beyond. The Lancaster Patriot is not ashamed to stand on biblical truth and defend traditional values. The newspaper includes local Lancaster County stories, local sports, state, national, and international stories. They even have faith and perspective sections that apply the scripture to our culture. This is not a newspaper that will win any liberal or work awards, but it will bring you the news free from corporate agendas and government talking points. Subscribe to the Lancaster Patriot today and get a real print newspaper delivered right to your door every week. Use promo code OX and receive $15 off your first year's subscription. Again, Promo code OX, O-A-K-S, to receive $15 off your first year's subscription. Sign up online at thelancasterpatriot.com or call them at 717-370-7508. Again, Lancaster Patriot, thelancasterpatriot.com or call 717-370-7508. Remember to enter OX, O-A-K-S, and receive $15 for your first year subscription to local, honest, and conservative news. You can be sure to check them out again at the www.thelancasterpatriot.com for more information. Highly, highly recommending The Lancaster Patriot. So... One of the myths about public school and one of the reasons why 
a lot of people insist on sending their kids there. Uh, and I would argue this is a major reason for most people. Uh, and the people in charge of public education and the government, they actually swear that if public education is not neutral, value neutral now, it should be. So in other words, um, Democrats or the people on the left, um, a lot of times when you say Democrats, you mean people on the left, but there are Republicans who are leftists also. Uh, so when you talk about leftists, uh, people on the left politically, they will insist that there should be a separation of church and state, and therefore um, public education is part of the state and therefore should not involve any kind of church or religion because it's supposed to be neutral ground. Okay, so, and then when you go back to the right, and again, when you say right, sometimes you mean Republicans in America, but sometimes you don't mean Republicans because there's a lot of Republicans that are not. Um, and there's a lot of Democrats by registration that are mostly conservative. The point is, the people on the right will say, well, you know, the education system, it's supposed to be neutral, uh, but it's not. It's been overtaken by activists who are trying to inculcate left-wing uh, uh, ideas, ideologies into the children. And so the conversation goes back and forth. Uh, between the two, the two groups, the two sides, uh, the two wings, if you will. But the myth that holds all this together is that public education was ever, at some point, value neutral. But that's a lie. And 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 again, part of that myth is that when you remove Jesus. And when you remove Muhammad, and when you remove Abraham or Moses, uh, when you remove Buddha and all these established religion in the world, that something now becomes secular, which makes it neutral. In other words, that secularism is neutral. That's what underlines, that's what holds this together. And, and, and that's a lie. Okay, because it's not neutral. It's still going to have some values it's going to want to push. Uh, it's going to have some concerns, some ultimate concerns that it's going to be addressing, that it's going to be teaching the children to know and think about and address, okay? Uh, and, and the thing about secularism mixed up with relativism is that that ultimate concern changes over time. This is progressivism. That ultimate concern changes based on people's feelings at a current uh, uh, season. So, but it's not value neutral. 
So the reason why they're teaching this sexuality in the in the school now and this uh, critical race theory and all these things that some of us think are unhelpful and and with the with regards to the sexuality stuff, some of us actually insist that it's dangerous. The reason why they're pushing this stuff is because these are the values they want to instill in the children. They want the children to see the world a certain way because they want ultimately to lead those children towards a certain end, towards a certain concern of theirs. And most of them, their concern ultimately is, some say their concern is capitalism, some will say their concern is patri patriarchy, some will say their concern, depending on the group, is heteronormativity. But ultimately their concern is God, because God established laws he established laws of nature and he established moral laws of morals. Okay? And he established that for humans so that humans can flourish, so that humans can live an abundant life. The, the, that's what Jesus said he came to do. He came so that people can have an abundant life. How do you have an abundant life? You reconnect, you, you submit your life to the rulership of Christ. And once you submit your, your, your life to the rulership of Christ and he forgives your sins, okay, you are engrafted back into the family of God, which is where the abundant life is, which is where the flourishing is. That's where the true, the good, and the beautiful ultimately can be found, right? But humans, in their foolishness, see God as an oppressor. See God as, as, as if he's real, then we don't want nothing to do with him because he has enacted laws that what it, ultimately what they call heteronormativity, it's God's mandates. God created men and, and women, okay, male and female, in his perfect world before humans decided <laughs> to do their own thing. God created male and female. He did not create male, female, and something else. He created two. Two. Male and female. Once he did that, he then proceeded to release them into the world and told them he, he got them married, therefore thereby establishing a marriage. He established marriage. And then he goes on and tells them to go multiply, subdue the earth, and, and, and kind of just rule over it as his emissaries. That's what humans were placed here to do. But humans blew it. After humans blew it, God said, okay, this is your curse. This is what you're going to have to suffer through. But I am going to send help okay i am gonna come down and help you guys and and kind of undo this mess that you guys did and, and he did that because ultimately the mess that was undid at the cross of calvary will be fully and completely undone when he returns back again to take his place as the king of all kings Okay?
he gave us laws for us to follow and those laws the foolish world foolish humans decided this is too much this is too cruel this is too hard we're not going to do it we're going to do our own thing so now they're fighting to do away with what god placed on this on us to do away with it so they could do their own thing that's why you're watching what you're watching. So how does that translate in the schools? They don't want to teach children that God exists. Because teaching children that God exists, you have to decide which God. Because it can be many gods. This world is designed in such a way that there's ultimately one, not multiple. One that created it. And yes, we are Trinitarian, so we say the one is one. In, in a sense, but three in distinct personalities, but it's still one. It's not several gods, it's one God, right? So how are we going to live in a pluralistic society where every religion is ultimately invited to the table and also teach children about the one God? Ultimately, we can't. So each group would have to teach their own children about their own values and ideas of what they want their children to believe. Well, okay. But then that takes the government out of, out of the picture. And the government, they want control. Because remember, they have to raise citizens who see the world a certain way, according to them. So how do they raise up citizens if they allow everyone to teach their own children according to their values? And, and if, you, if you allow everybody to teach their children according to their values, you're not going to be able to control them. Because those ones over there will have those values, those ones over there. So ultimately, when we come back to the public square, uh, the best values will win the day. From the inception of this country, Christian, Judeo-Christian values have won the day because these are the values from God and these are the values that are designed to, to create an atmosphere where flourishing can happen. But humans forgot that. Humans thought, oh, wait a minute. Thank you, God. You got us this far, but we can pick it up from here. Well, you can't. But again, how does this add into education? This adds into education because you cannot... First, you can't teach what I'm saying in public school. If you do, then some other group will, ha will come from somewhere and say, hey, why are you doing that? I don't want you to teach my, my children that. So in the end, I'm advocating for Christians to stop apologizing for being Christians. We need to stop apologizing for being Christians. We need to stop apologizing for our ideas. Our ideas are good. Our values are good. What we believe and what we push for is good. It's good for society. It's good for those neighbors who reject God. It's still good for them. The, 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 the laws 
that we advocate for, the policies that we advocate for, they're not just for us, they're for the entire society because we believe these are good. So one way to love our neighbors is by pushing, unapologetically pushing for these policies. Anyway, going back to the education part, education is not and cannot be neutral. I don't care where you put it, it's not going to be neutral. It's not neutral. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to your children. Stop telling your children that they're going into neutral ground because they're not. There never was a time where education in the public school was neutral. It was just another worldview that was accepted by the by the. Uh, uh, powers that be and that's the world that's the official worldview of the world just like at some point Christianity was the official worldview now the public education has its own official world view and so their worldview according to their worldview everything they are pushing towards your children is right that's their ultimate concern that's what they want that's what they see to them this is the right thing to them they're doing the right thing and they're doing the right thing and they have the power so they will compel even christian teachers to teach and push what they want pushed and they will tell christian teachers please keep quiet about your personal beliefs because they go against the approved and official doctrine so parents need to pull their kids out you need to, unless, now, some people can't. I've said this already. Some people can't, but a lot of people can, and they refuse to, one, because they're not being encouraged to from the pulpit, okay? They're not being taught and, 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 and helped to see how dangerous these schools are just from a worldview point of view. If you want your kids to learn and go a certain way, you don't just roll the dice and leave it to chance. That's not what God has called us to do. God has called us to do specific things so that our kids can go in the right way. Sending them to public school is setting them up to go in the wrong way because they're going to be taught by a contradictory worldview. There's people that will say to me, John, it's my job as a father, it's my job as a parent to instill my kids with a Christian worldview and then they'll go to school and and learn other things, but they, they get their worldview from here. That may very well be happening. Here's the problem with that. Your kids are being confused, okay? Your kids are being confused. You're telling them one thing at home, they're telling them one thing at the school. And the thing about the worldview at school, it's a humanistic worldview. It's much easier and much more seductive because it's humanistic. It appeals to the flesh. Which worldview you think your kids is going to want most likely to, to, to at least pick from some things? So at best, you are creating syncretists children children that will text from some things from your worldview your christian worldview and things from 
these other worldviews they're being given. At worst, you're totally and completely sending your kids over for all these hours per day during school year to go and be given a different set of lenses to see through. And then they're coming home for however many hours you spend with them to listen to you in the back of their head the school already told them that what you're saying makes no sense. What you're saying is not stuff that needs to be said out loud because it doesn't make sense. What you said cannot be repeated in polite society. If you want to succeed, if you want to be admitted to these groups, to these places, prestigious places, if you want to advance in your career, you can't go believing in creationism. I mean... That's ridiculous. You don't believe that. So their intellectual understanding of the world, of how things are supposed to be, of, of the ultimate questions of life, they're having to choose which, what, what, which is the best way to answer these if I want to succeed in life. So it's a dice that you're rolling for your children. You're, ro you're rolling a dice for your children. You're rolling a dice for your children when you send them to public school. Now, if you have to, that's understandable. And, and why am I passionate about this? Because no, I don't see a lot of people in my circle talking about this. A lot of people in my circle are concerned with things that is that has nothing to do with anything that that is political in nature. It, it, and, and by political, I mean things that were supposed to be politically correct on, because everything is political in nature, but there are things we can talk about and be free to talk about, and that's fine. But there are things we can't talk about because the world has decided you can't talk about this stuff unless you believe what we believe. If you talk about this stuff and you don't believe what we believe, we're gonna call you names and we're gonna shut you down if we have to. We're gonna make an example of you. So most people won't talk about it. Most people are uncomfortable to talk about this stuff. And one of them it has to do with education because when it comes to education, elections are won or lost based on what you're saying about education from both sides. When you talk about sexuality, that's another one. Sexuality, elections are won or lost based on what you choose to talk about when it comes to sexuality. The same thing with abortion, okay? The same thing with immigration. These are things that, like without someone going up there from the White House or from the Congress and saying, hey, Christians, you're not allowed to talk about that. They have found a way to convince us not to talk about this stuff anyway. So they didn't even have to go and enact a law or amend the Constitution to say you can't talk about ABC. We have just decided to self-censor. So I talk about it in part because I have that nature about me where I just like to back the system uh, 
but also in part because I just feel this zeal, this fire in my bones saying, come on, someone needs to talk about this. And and maybe people don't listen to me now. You know, I, when I look at the analytics, people, few people hear my ideas right now. But I believe one day, maybe when I'm long gone, somebody will turn turn on hopefully my children you know ultimately I'm, I'm doing this for my kids I want them when they get a chance to look back and to try to understand what did my father stand for I want them to see oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. my dad he was yeah this is this is why he believed this is where he stood anyway the bottom line is People need to be taught about the options they have for education. But again, just like everything else, pastors and ministers and leaders cannot talk about what they don't know. You, you can't talk about homeschooling if you haven't looked into it to see what resources are out there, what, what the leading minds in that field are talking about, what are the different ways that people can do it, mix things up. What are the resources out there? Is it really as difficult? Is it really as crazy and weird as people seem? You need to learn this. And, and you can also look into private schools. You can look into how people can, can put money together to help families that would that do not want to take their kids out of public school, but they can't. We, I am calling the church to think wisely about this. If we're going to be continue to be relevant for generations to come, we cannot continue to send our children to public government schools. Some people say, well, why not reform the government schools? You can't. You can't reform the government schools. The only way to reform it is to get rid of it and start over. The problem is the people that are in charge and in power see nothing wrong with it. Okay, the people that are in power see nothing wrong with it. The ones that see this, there's something fundamentally messed up with it, they actually think they can change it from the inside. You can't. You can't. You can't because you have Muslim neighbors, you have Hindu neighbors, you have atheist neighbors. They all want to be able to educate their children and they all want to be able to send their kids to one place. They don't want to all build their own schools and they don't even have the resources anyway. So as Christians, as a community, as now they can do that if they choose. I'm not saying they can't. They can do that if they choose. But we as Christians have to think that way because sending our children there is costing us more than we're gaining from it. We're losing too much by sending our kids there. We're giving up too much. We're rolling a dice. Now, by all means, I think Christian parents and Christian adults need to go in these schools as missionaries. As missionaries. The mission committees out there, mission committees, y'all need to start thinking about some of these public schools in the United States. Mission committees all over the world, Christians in Africa, all over the world that want to teach, that are teachers by trade, y'all need to come here as missionaries to go to these schools. 
These schools are religiously bankrupt, and these schools need to be invaded yet again by the light. But in the meantime, listen to me, brother, sister, in the meantime, you cannot keep your kids in there if you can. You have to take them out. And, and, and I believe if enough of us awaken to this reality, we can not only take our kids out, but we can mobilize to build our own schools. We can mobilize to put money together to help those who can't. I hope the church takes this on. I really do. That's my prayer. That's my goal. That's my, that's, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I, I pray that God will give me some ideas on this. Anyway, it's getting dark out here. I am making this video. Some of you are going to hear this by audio. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for joining Isaiah 61 Exploits. Please, 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 please share this. Consider subscribing to YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this. Download the podcast. Share it with your friends. I am hoping that my message will go far and wide about this because I want to join in in a crusade to get Christians to wake up when it comes to education. This is important to me. I hope it's important to you. Thank you for joining me. Have a blessed uh, rest of your day. Bye-bye now.